Now, if you covered up these two forms and you just went with the final six, you could not tell simply from pattern that we're dealing with a masculine. Okay? Because that's identical to agape. It's absolutely identical to agape. That's why um, those of you who've had other people as teachers, I really try to emphasize a declension does not have a gender. Now, it would be true to say that a declension might have a tendency. See, there are more masculines in the O declension than there are feminines. And there are way more feminines than there are masculines in the A declension. But it doesn't mean that this is some exception or violation of the rule or something like that. This is the masculine subpattern of the A declension. Now, let me also tell you something else that you should maybe take a note on. And that is this. With these masculines of the A declension, with very few exceptions, all of the masculines of the A declension are actually male people, like prophet. Okay? So you will, uh, we have another vocabulary word this time, matetes, disciple. You don't get masculine of the A declension meaning something like house. It'll be a male person of some sort. <clears throat> I know personally only of one exception to this in the New Testament. There probably are more, and that's Jordanes, the Jordan River. That is a masculine of the A declension. But otherwise, all the masculines are male people. The feminines of the A declension <coughs> have various meanings, uh, like day and so on, but you will often find that they will be abstractions. So we have here love and glory. Yeah. So you'll, you'll often have abstractions there in the A declension. Um, <coughs> now, here is a Matthew Creedon question. Is there any method to this madness? I mean, is there kind of any way to know whether an A declension noun follows the alpha pattern, the eta pattern, or the hybrid pattern? Well, <coughs> there are several answers to this. Here's the first one. <clears throat> In the vocabulary, this will be listed for you so that you can see it. Here's how you'll see. Hemera will be listed in the following way. Hemera dash as comma feminine. That tells you it's the hemera, hemeras pattern. Agape will be listed like this. Agape dash ace feminine. Now you know you are on the ace pattern. 
the hybrid will be listed like this. Doxa dash ace. Okay? And that's how you'll know that you have a hybrid on your hands. So you got to look. This is one of the reasons some of you asked me this. Why do they give the genitive in the vocabulary? It's for stuff like this. <clears throat> also, let's look at this masculine. Now, when you see ace ooh, you know it's a or first declension masculine. It's not an o or second declension masculine, which would be what? Logos, logu. Theos, theu. Apostolos, apostolu. But now we have prophetes, prophetu. Mathetes, mathetu. Let us continue on. <clears throat> Creedon still says, but is there sort of some way to know? Is there some sort of pattern that goes on here? Well, yeah. Now take a look over here. If a noun begins with eta in the nominative, it will stay eta. Okay? If it begins eta, it will stay eta. If it begins alpha, it will either stay alpha or go hybrid. Remember, there are, no <coughs> there are no reverse hybrids. You never go eta, alpha, alpha, eta. It's always alpha, eta, eta, alpha. So now, is there any method to that madness that we can tell whether or not it's going to switch? Well, yeah, there is actually. And that is this. Look at the consonant before the alpha. If it is a consonant other than rho, it will go hybrid. If it is a rho, it will stay alpha. And if there happened to be a vowel in front of that, alpha, a vowel in front of the alpha, it'll stay alpha. Now let me repeat that. Look at the letter in front of the alpha. If it is a vowel or rho, it will stay alpha. If it is a consonant other than rho, it will go hybrid. So. Notice my example over there, Hemera. It is, is that a vowel or rho? Yep, it's a rho, so it stays alpha. How about doxa? It's a consonant other than rho, so it goes hybrid. It is also true that if the stem ends in epsilon, yota, 
or rho, it must be alpha pattern. There's no possibility of putting an eta on there to begin. That's, that's reviewed for you in the book. So I don't want to spend a lot of time on that. What's much more important is to realize this, <clears throat> that if it begins alpha pattern, it will stay alpha pattern if the stem of the word ends in the consonant rho or any vowel. And Yoda's really common. Yoda is really common. But if it ends in a consonant other than rho, like right here, then it's going to go hybrid if it began with an alpha. If it began, begins with an eta. I mean, this is important to realize. If it begins with an eta, it will always stay eta. So once you see that at the beginning, there's no second look that you have to take. 